does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you're with us. Coming up, scoreboard update. You know, five minutes of scores. You're in the right place. The man himself, Eddie Garrison, with all the scores. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Thank you, Coach Lovell. Yes, indeed. A lot of basketball today in the state of Indiana. We've got some girls sectionals, boys high school basketball, and a lot of college basketball. And that's where we'll start the 11 o'clock hour update today. The big game in state between the Boilermakers and the Hoosiers. And the Hoosiers come out on top 79-54. They hang up 50 points in the first half in large part because Purdue They turned the ball over 11 times in the first half, 16 times in total on the game. Indiana did not turn it over often, only eight. Trace Jackson Davis for Indiana, 9 of 19 from the floor, 25 points. But it was Jalen Hood Shafino stealing the show late. He scored four of the final six points for Indiana, including two clutch buckets late. That iced the game away. He finished with 16. Trey Galloway, the only other Hoosier in double figures, he had 11. Moving over to the Purdue side, only two players registered double figures. That's because Zach Eady accounted for almost 50% of the scoring for Purdue. 33 points, 18 rebounds, 10 of those on the offensive end. So he had a double-double and just offensive rebounds against Indiana this afternoon Fletcher Lawyer he had to put up 12 shots to get to his 12 points he only knocked down four including one of his six threes Braden Smith he was one for eight he had four points and six assists Purdue now 22 and two six and one in road games this year Indiana now 12 and one at Assembly Hall 16 and seven on the season now moving on to IUPUI Highlight play that you may see on SportsCenter later that Coach Lovell and Greg Rakestraw got to witness and the Jaguars' 68-53 to win over the Green Bay Phoenix. IPUI now 4-21 and 
on the season. Butler was also in action this evening, or should I say this afternoon. They fall to Marquette. The Golden Eagles, they're ranked 14th in the AP poll, 60-52. Butler played a strong second half. They outscored the Golden Eagles 32-28. Jaden Taylor had 19 points in seven rebounds. For the Bulldogs, they're now 3-10 in Big East action and 11-13 in Thad Mata's first year at the helm or in his return to Butler. The Demon Deacons, they go into South Bend and they defeat the Notre Dame Fighting Irish after putting up 54 points in the second half, 81-64. Notre Dame now 10-13 in Mike Bray's final go-around. He will retire at the end of the season big in the conference, that is, Notre Dame. Two and ten. So the Fighting Irish have struggled in ACC play this season. The Southern Indiana Screaming Eagles, they have been one of the more quiet stories here in the state. Their first year at the Division I level, they fall today to the Moorhead State Eagles. They sell out with a Screaming Eagle Arena record in terms of tickets and the loss. They're 13 and 12 on the season, 6 and 6 in the Ohio Valley. Isaiah Swope, 21 points, and this game had to go into overtime. Because Swope missed a three, got an offensive rebound, and then a kickout three in the corner for Southern Indiana to tie it up, but they get outscored 12 to 7 in the overtime period and fall 71 to 66. Evansville went on the road to UIC. They lost to the Flames 70 to 61. The Purple Aces have struggled this year. They are now 4 and 21 and still in search of their first conference win. They are 0 and 14. An overtime game, double overtime specifically. Drake and Valparaiso. This game was in Falpo 85-82, but Drake, they come away with a three-point win and double OT. Purdue, Fort Wayne, the Mastodons, they've had a solid year. They're 15-10 now after they fall to Detroit Mercy. That's on the road. They got outscored 47-28 in the second half in their 85-52 loss. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrett. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you could join us on Indiana Sports Talk. It is brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional action around the state tonight in girls basketball. It's a fun, fun night. And uh, just, you know, the emotion is high. I think everybody understands it. And so, you know, just so much going on. Really a lot of great matchups around the state. Down at Corridon Central, Corridon Central and Scottsburg, uh, in action tonight. We're going to get a couple of perspectives on this sectional. Corden Central wins at 63-54. From uh, Southern uh, Southern Indiana Sports Productions, Dave Sakel joins me. David, uh, pretty good matchup in this championship game tonight and a uh, very, very solid win, uh, obviously, uh, for Corden Central. Well, I tell you, Coach, this was one of the most physical girls basketball games I have ever seen. We've had to have uh, uh, jerseys changed because there was blood on them. And I tell you, it was something else, to say the least. These girls gave it everything they got. But uh, Corden came away, and it was because of uh, the second half. Uh, a, a young lady that... Uh, 
I don't know how she can miss not being on the uh, All-State team. That's Ava Weber. She scored 83 points in the three sectional games and saved the best for last. Her team trailed 25-22 at halftime. She had 10 points. She put the uh, Lady Panthers on her back and scored 24 in the second half, finished with 34. That also set the all-time scoring mark at Corded. She's now the all-time leading scorer for the uh, Lady Panthers, and uh, she did. She brought them back. They outscored Scottsburg 41-29 in the second half and uh, pulled away late and won it by nine. But let me tell you, it was nothing. All right, but a close ball game the whole time. And I think Scottsburg just got in some foul trouble and kind of ran out of gas there at the end. But uh, once again, just a, a great, great basketball game between uh, two Mid-Southern Conference teams. And uh, Corden, uh ranked sixth in the state, 24-2, and and they'll move on and take on Rushville next week at uh, Charlestown uh, at 4 o'clock. And uh, we'll have that game on the IHSAA-TV network and looking forward to it. But, man, it was a great game there tonight. Well, I appreciate the call. I can tell it was an emotional night. That's it for was. sure. Corden Central with a win over Scottsburg. Dave Sakel from Southern Indiana Sports Productions. Thanks, Dave. Have a great weekend. Thanks for hey, your time. you too. Thank you. Mm. Thanks. David Deaton from WKLO also won that game. David, you heard Dave's uh, call. Was it a physical matchup? Uh, it was, and it wasn't much of a surprise. It was that way in the regular season when these two teams played each other. And i got to give Scottsburg a ton of credit. This rebuild that Carrie Daniels, their head coach, has had has been fantastic. It's her third year, and this was easily her best team. They won eight games her first year. They won 11 games last year, and then they go 19-6 and six mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And this Scottsburg team, really, they, they don't really have anything to hang their heads about. They really played right. very well. They actually jumped ahead 12-2 to two in the first quarter, and we're up there all of the game thinking, man, Corden's in real trouble right now. They're just not <laughs> right. weathering the score right. very well. But next thing you know, a couple of baskets here or there, and they're, they get a late foul. Josie Vaughn, the sophomore guard for the Lady Panthers, gets a steal, goes to the basket, gets fouled, gets two free throws with no time on the clock in the first quarter. So they're only down one, and the Lady Panthers really hadn't played that well. Scottsburg really came out of the gate really well tonight, and then by halftime, the Lady Panthers had it to three and think, okay, well, they're still in this. They still have a lot of time to figure things out, and Corden really turned up the pressure defensively in the second half. They started trapping a lot harder, started forcing turnovers, and uh, Ava Weber really played well. And uh, Coach, I can tell you this, I've, I've gotten a chance to meet her and gotten a chance to know her over the last couple of years. As Mm -hmm. great a player as she is, she is an even better young lady. She is going to have a bright future ahead of her. I mean, she breaks the all-time scoring record, and she got it with her 20th point at the end of the third quarter, broke Lynn Mm -hmm. Johnson's Mm -hmm. 23-year-old record there at Corridan Central. Mm -hmm. And uh, this Lady Panther team wins their first sectional title in 10 years. They're 18th in school history. And for the first time since 2004, they actually won the sectional the year they hosted it as well. Mm-hmm. So this was a historic night for this program, a very good team this year. This team is just so good. Ava gets all the headlines, and she, she deserves all the credit that she gets, but she's got so many good players around her. Josh Conrad's an excellent coach. They have a very good coaching staff, and they really care for each other too, and that's really carried them far here these last two years. Is they've gone 45-5 and five now the last two seasons. That's impressive. Is Ava committed to, uh, to play? 
Uh, no, not at this point. And uh, kind of surprising because I've talked to her coach, Josh Conrad, about that. And he's like, well, I just, I've not really seen many colleges come after her. She has visited mm. some places, but we haven't seen anything right. yet on that. But I mean, for, for her to come out in the second half and play the way she did was quite impressive. Right. And this thing right. was really impressive. All right. Can you hang on through this break? Sure. No problem. All right. David Deaton from WKLO and I'll continue to talk girls sectional down in the Corridon Central. This is Indiana Sports. With this network, Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates. I'm Eddie Garrison, Class 2A Girls Sectional Finals. Andrean Sectional, they were competing in their own sectional, and they come away with their own championship after dismantling North Newton, 77-21 LaVille. South Central of Union Mills, that's in the North Judson sectional, and LaVille falls by a dozen to South Central of Union Mills, 52-40. Central Noble and Westview, that's in the Central Noble sectional, and Westview falls by 16 points after Central Noble's defense holds Westview to 28. Central Noble scores 44. In the Lewis Cass sectional, the two teams combined to score 90 Separation between the two teams, only one field goal. 46-44 was the final score. North Miami, they defeat Pioneer. The Bluffton sectional was between Fort Wayne Lures and Adams Central. And Fort Wayne Lures doubles up Adams Central and then a little bit more. 68-33 final score. Lures advances on to regional play. Lafayette Central Catholic. They were competing in their own sectional championship against Carroll of Flora, 52-44, and they will advance on into regional play this upcoming week. Eastbrook and Tipton, 36-30 final score. Eastbrook will advance. That's in the Blackford sectional. The Wapahani sectional featured LaPel and Winchester, and Winchester falls to LaPel, 52-47. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Just ahead of, we're going to talk a little Butler men and women's basketball coming up, but we return to David Deaton from WKLO on the Corden Central win in their own sectional uh, earlier today. Did you do a boys game earlier today or just do the girls game? Uh, we were just uh, with the girls game tonight, Coach. So, yeah, we, we got a chance right. to do a sectional championship. So uh, it was just a good day just to be able to do that, yeah. if nothing else. <laughs> What's the regional matchup? Uh, let's see. The regional will be next Saturday. It'll be at Charlestown, and it'll be the regional 15 championship. The Lady Panthers of Corridon Central will take on the Rushville Lady Lions, who won yet another sectional championship tonight. Mm-hmm. They've won more sectionals than any girls program in the state and uh, won their third in a row tonight, beating Lawrenceburg. I saw that earlier. So Rushville, uh, Melissa Marlowe, 23rd-year head coach. A right, fourteen and thirteen right. record, but you know Rushville's a, a very proud girls basketball program. Got a very rich heritage, and they're used to being in this position year after year. So th- this will be a challenging matchup for Corridon Central. Rushville's not the biggest team, but they play physical. They play some man-to-man, some zone. And I remember seeing them right. a few years ago and seeing them mix some things up. But they've, they've got some girls who can shoot too. So this will be a good matchup for Corridon Central. The last time that. They played in a regional championship in 2013. They actually played Rushville in that game and lost a close one to the Lady Lions that day. And so the Lady Panthers back in the regional, got a chance to win this one next Saturday, win that, get to the semi-state and see what happens from there. But this will be a good matchup for this Lady Panther team. And 
uh, being at Charlestown, it's not too far away, so I'm sure the Lady Panther fans will show up in droves and a really great crowd tonight in the sectional championship and really just a terrific atmosphere for this championship game tonight between Corridon Central and Scottsburg. And this Lady Panther team has been playing very well here late in the season and looking forward to seeing if they can carry that on next week in this regional championship. He's David Deaton from WKLL. David, thank you. I always appreciate it and have some fun next weekend. All right. Thanks, Coach. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you very much. Mark Minner joins me, the voice of the Butler Bulldogs. Mark Minner, how are you tonight? Coach, it's great to talk to you. I'm doing well. How are you doing? You know what? I've missed you the last couple of weeks. I, I know travel in the Big East is, is not easy. <laughs> I, 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 I fully understand it. Um, I'm looking at a, uh, a score, Marquette beating the dogs today, turning them over 19 times and beating them uh, in Milwaukee. Um, dogs having some difficulty on the road right now. Yeah, having having some challenges. I would say that uh, today was what I would call a step forward. Probably uh, no no moral victories, certainly, uh, right. it, you know, in college basketball. But but if you look at the margin of loss that the Bulldogs had had in some of the conference games coming into this, and with Chuck Harris out today because of concussion mm. protocol against a mm-hmm. top fifteen team on the road, celebrating what they call National Marquette Day. I think there could have been a lot of challenges, especially, Coach. They got down 16-3 in the first five minutes of the game, and they responded back with a 10-0 run. They had it within five with 44 seconds left. In the first half, it ended up at a 12-point halftime depth. Mm -hmm. Couldn't couldn't make the shot they needed to do down the stretch. Can you hear me, Coach? I lost you. The second, you sound great. Jaden Taylor uh, has a great night, has 19, his third best scoring output of the year, and they needed every bit of it, and he also had seven rebounds. You can't ask a kid to do more than he did tonight. No, I thought Jaden played really well. He's been the Bulldogs' best scorer on the road this season, averaged 14 a game coming in away from Hinkle, and uh, and had a really strong night or afternoon, had the first eight points of the game for Butler when they needed them. Jaden, as you mentioned, grabbed seven rebounds. He also grabbed three steals. He was locked in. He got the start instead of Chuck Harris back in the lineup. I thought Jaden did a really nice job and, and helped keep Butler in there early in the first half for sure, and then down the stretch allowed him to stay close. But, you know, the other thing is this is the number one offense, Marquette, number one offense in the country. And so for Butler to hold mm-hmm. them just to 60 points when they were averaging over 80-something a game, uh, I, I thought they did a nice job defensively. The challenge was just didn't execute. But for a team like Butler who – coming into the game had only had four of their 23 games with single-digit margins. Uh, it, was a, it was a big step forward given the, the caliber of team that Marquette was on the road without Chuck Harris tonight. But something to hopefully build on for this team as, right, as they right. rebounded better, as they were more resilient. But um, uh, they've got a couple home tests next in St. John's and, and Xavier's, Xavier this week. So when you're trying to rebuild a program – uh, you're in a yep. conference that how, how many teams are in the top 25 with in the biggest right now? It seems like yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, you've got. I mean, when when your seventh place team in the conference is Villanova, uh, it it just goes to show yeah. you you've got you've got really really good caliber teams right now. You got five of them. Marquette, which is a top 15 team now in the country, was picked to finish ninth right. in the conference. What Shaka Smart's done with that program, they're now 11 and two in conference play. 
Providence, right. Creighton, UConn. You, you get on the list. Uh, a lot of really Xavier this year. A lot of a lot of talented teams. And so, you know, there, there's not really, you know, you think about those get-right games. Uh, Georgetown certainly mm-hmm. struggled, but there's not really those games night in, night out to be able <laughs> to do that. So you're, you're trying to figure it out, and each, it seems like through conference play, Butler's had a different player out each game. But um, I think that the biggest thing for, for Thad and the staff is figuring out, number one, how do we how do we stay more competitive in games? And and I thought today they they took a big step forward with that. Uh, the, the real test now will be can you build on some of that? Excuse me, I had to, a little sneeze there. It's a great question. By the way, bless uh, you. I, I bless think. You. You, oh, thank you very much. Uh, I'm not sure that I de- I deserve it, but thank you. Oh, you kidding you know, me? Here's the. The downside of when you work in your home, when you do your show from your house, there's no cough button. You, you, you no. as a broadcaster, you can, you, you can feel my pain, right? You got to rip the headset <laughs> off. It's really difficult. There's, there's challenges there. Yeah, yeah I mean, so you know, what, what are you supposed to do? You know, maybe getting back at Hinkle uh, helps. St. John's though handled you pretty easily in New York City. Uh, again, you know, every game you play, you're playing a really, really good basketball team. And, you know, Thad, I think, understands uh, life uh, in the Big East. He understands life at that level. Uh, it takes a while. Uh, we are not a patient culture. We're especially not patient <laughs> as sports fans. Uh, but, but having rebuilt a program myself from literally the ground up, uh, it never goes at the pace you want it to. Uh, it seldom goes at the pace you want it to. Even with transfer portal and all the other stuff, you have to get incredibly lucky on some kids uh, and have some timing uh, that, that works out for you. It's hard to do. And so I always caution people, they'll, they're making progress. It'll take a while. You got the right guy and you got the right guys. But it just it's frustrating, but it's going to take a while. No question. It's like climbing a mountain. It's not a straight line. There's, you go up, and then you go down a little bit, then you go up, and you, you, you try to tinker with it. You try to play the long game. But, of course, you know, also coaches, Pat especially, you're competitive, right? You're, yeah. You, you, yeah. you want to win games. It's not that you wake up in the morning, you scout a team to be comfortable losing. So I think the thing that, that they were encouraged by a little bit today was, was the ability to be more competitive, and especially against the top 15 team on the road in areas where if you look at the conference play this season, they just hadn't been as competitive in those environments. So, um, you know, let, now, now the question is, can you build on that? You're right. You go back into the friendly confines of Hinkle Fieldhouse. You play a St. John's team that loves to heat things up. They love to pressure the ball. They love mm-hmm. to make things difficult. You had 20, you know, 22 points off turnover from Marquette uh, against the turnovers they forced against Butler. You're going to have to get that down because St. John's looking to push the tempo. They're looking to sit, follow that same formula on Tuesday night. I always appreciate you making time for me because I know it's a I know it's a heck of a travel schedule. Charter flights being what they are, though, allows you to get back at a reasonable time. But I appreciate you taking time. Plenty of things you could do, and so to pick up the phone and call me means a lot. And I appreciate it. Mark Minner with course, the Coach, Butler Bulldogs, you. voice of the Dogs. They lose at Marquette. Have a great weekend, Mark. Thanks for the call. Thanks. You do the same. Thanks so much. Coming up, we'll continue our our Butler segments. The one and only Brendan King will join me. He had the uh, lady, uh, he had the Butler women's team 
earlier today playing Villanova. So we'll talk about that when we come back after the scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison on Indiana Sports. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. With this Network Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's get back to those girls' high school basketball scores. We're almost time for championships starting to be crowned here in Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis. Sectionals wrapping up this week. Regionals will wrap up the incoming week. We're now down to class 1A Washington Township and Counts, 51-49 final score with, with Washington Township advancing. Triton and Argos, they're one of a handful overtime games. And Argos comes out on top over Triton, 53-49 in the Fort Wayne Blackhawk sectional. It was Lakewood Park and Bethany Christian. Bethany Christian wins by 19, 56-37 in the Tri-County sectional. North White and Tri-County went at it. 73 points combined, so it's a lower scoring game. 42-31 was the final, and Tri-County will advance on and continue their season. In the Southern Wells sectional, it was Southwood and Lakeland Christian. 59-39 with Southwood pulling out the 20-point win. In the Attica sectional, Faith Christian and Rossville Faith Christian fell to Rossville by a bucket, 42-40. to The Tri-Central sectional, Cowan and Tri-Central, and Tri-Central comes away with the win. Their defense holds Cowan to just 20 points in total, 55-20 was the final score. Tri also holds Blue River to 20 points in their win in the Rudolph and the Randolph Southern sectional, 42-20 win for Tri tonight. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org, their website. You heard him last night on the scoreboard updates. Fantastic job as always. It is Brendan King. Today, he has the call on the Butler women's matchup with Villanova. Nova, 78-58 winners in that one. Hello, Brendan. What's up, Coach? Thanks for having me. Thanks for calling. Uh, we're just talking some ball. I mean, it's girls and women's basketball right here on Indiana Sports Talk. Big night as it oh, yeah. was last night, uh, and uh, some great, uh, some great emotional wins around the state. So we're talking about regionals, obviously next weekend. But uh, we just talked to Mark Minner. You heard that conversation. Not a good day for Bulldog basketball. No, Coach, but I think what Mark said, and obviously it's an honor to follow Mr. Minner as always, but yeah, a step in the right direction was made today at least. And with the way this season has been and so many lopsided scores, uh, I think what he said is, is wild, that you know, four of the 24-ish games 
for the dogs this year have finished in single digits, whether that's on a winning uh-huh. or losing side. I mean, if you're going to have success in the Big East, Coach, you, you got to grind away games. Uh-huh. You can't expect to win in the Big East outscoring somebody. That, that's impossible. Uh, that's never been done in this conference, uh, unless your name is Villanova. <laughs> and, and there's not a whole lot of Villanovas right. out there. Right. So right. If, if you're going to coach, you, you got to defend. And, and they defended today against a good Golden Eagles team, came up short. But at, at least positive steps were made. All right, let's talk about this women's game. You know, new coach, new yeah. players, um, tough league, all those good things. Um, Nova, Villanova, uh, strong effort today against the Bulldogs. Well, Coach, let me put it in perspective for you. First of all, Austin Parkinson, I think he's doing a fabulous job in year right. number one with the Dogs. It, it, really tough spot. You know, this is a program that – won a single game a year ago and it just was not where it needed to be and you know already the dogs they've won seven games this year and you go from one win to seven wins you're doing something right if you're Austin Parkinson but here's what you need to know about Villanova um Denise Dillon is their head coach former great Villanova player her third season with the Wildcats uh she came over from Drexel she turned them into a mid-major powerhouse and then went back to her alma mater uh, Coach Villanova has lost one game since Christmas, and, and it was at UConn. That's it. <laughs> and, and that mm-hmm. UConn game, that was within single digits. And, and they're the number 19 team in the country. And, Coach, mm-hmm. the last thing you need to know about Villanova, they have the top scorer in the nation. Her name is Maddie Segrist. She averages 28 points a game. She had 31 today. Um, almost... You describe her as an effortless scorer, the way that she plays. Um, she she made 31 points, Coach, look easy, quite frankly. And uh, just a heck of a ball player. Villanova's got a great squad, and uh, they, they, they should be at number 19 in the country right now. They look like a top-10 team, and uh, they're going to make some noise in the NCAA tournament for sure. All right. Well, um so, um, dogs play. They got a couple of home games on the men's side next week. Uh, be great, as we talked with Mark. Be great to be back in the friendly confines of Hinkle. It will, Coach. But I, I did want to add too. Sydney James, who is a former Indiana All Star, she uh, is a center for Butler. A big player, six foot two, good looking player. She had uh, sixteen points to lead the dogs and uh, was six of eight uh, from the field. So she played well and uh, had, had a solid game. But you're right, Coach, it's an opportunity to get back on track here early this week against St. John's. And uh, something to keep in mind for Butler fans, Coach, is that you have not even played Xavier yet. And Xavier looks like right. one of the better right. teams in the Big East with John Miller back. And, you know, that's a nice little that's a nice little rivalry always, Xavier and Butler, of course. Absolutely. But especially right. that, you know, Sean Miller is back coaching the Musketeers and, Thad Mata is back coaching the Bulldogs, so it should act as a little bit of a blast from the past on both sides. And you, you're going to have two matchups here against Xavier in a matter of a month. So that's something to look forward to if you're a Butler fan for sure. All right. Remind me when you're going to spring training. When's that coming up? Coach, I'll be at spring training from March 12th through St. Patrick's Day. Going to get to do a couple games and uh, get to see – some of the best in Boog Shambi and Pat Hughes do their thing, and 
uh, get to spend about a week in Arizona catching up with the boys. So I'm excited about that. We're just thrilled to have you as part of Indiana Sports Talk, to be honest. Man, oh, man. You know, you know, we're just – I hope you just are able to say, uh, I remember when I was on Indiana Sports Talk when you're in the big time because you're certainly on your way. Well, Coach, being on this show and being a part of this show, that's something I'll never forget for sure. But uh, it, it is uh, – tell you what, Coach, it's my goal to be able to uh, someday – you know, do a Cubs game at Wrigley and and be able to call in to talk to you after. I mean, I, that's that is that is the goal right there, and I I look forward to that day. That hopefully it can happen. Outstanding. He is Brendan King on the call of women's basketball today. Big East basketball. Villanova beats the Butler women seventy eight fifty eight. When are you back on Indiana Sports Talk? I'll see you next weekend, Coach. So we'll get to talk about some regional and we'll have some fun. Looking forward to it. Perfect. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. See ya. Nathaniel Finch joins me talking about UND basketball, UND 76-70 winners over Quincy uh, today. Nathaniel, thanks for the call. Hey, Coach. Always a pleasure to talk to you. This is a good win. It's a good Quincy team, quite frankly. This is called the Hall of Fame game, so a lot of emotion, a lot of things going on, but it's another big win for a Greyhound team that just continues to roll along and play at a very high level. And you know what, Coach? It means a little bit more than the other wins because this is a Quincy team that beat the Greyhounds, one of their only two losses on the season, beat them back in November. And, I mean, that was before you and you got on this big run. They've now won 14 straight, and they're just rolling through teams. I mean, you asked me a couple of weeks ago what the NCAA tournament picture looked like, and mm-hmm. I didn't quite know at the time, right. but it's, it looks pretty clear now. You and he's probably going to be hosting a regional. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's great news. All right, so tell me how they do this. Hey, look, the Quincy coach, uh, Steve Hawkins, an old friend of mine, uh, when I was at IUPUI, we played him, and he's a good guy. He's a great coach. He's done some good things. But uh, having seen the Hounds play, I can see how they're tough enough to win a tough one. And, you know, it was the third tough game in four of them that the Greyhounds have played. You know, you get to the under four timeout, and, they're right there. I think they're only up a point or two. And then they're just going to run. They've done this for three games now where it's a close game. It looks like, you know, maybe this is the one that mm-hmm. you and he snaps their streak. And then just something that Corsaro says to the boys in the timeout and gets them going. And it's been pretty impressive. Just the trust that, you know, he's got in his guys when it's late in the game, you need a bucket, and they just always seem right. to find him. So it's a six-point game, but it went to free throws. It was a lot closer than that. And it was, uh, it was, it was another impressive, just close win for UND. All right, so give me the rundown on uh, who plays well for the Hounds, who has the points. Well, you know the main guys, Jesse Bingham, 18 points. He, uh, right. it, was kind of, it was kind of a quiet 18 because he had missed, he had missed 10 shots. <laughs> but, you know, the ones right. he put in, they were big shots. He got him a good time, led the team in scoring. Kendrick Cho right behind him, 16 points, 8 rebounds. Got in a little bit of foul trouble, too, which has been an issue the last few games. But still able to, still able to put up a nice stat line. Robinson had 11. We saw Darvis Walker off the bench with 10 points. Not a bad little force them there putting up some points for UND. When are they back in action? Well, they play on this upcoming Thursday. It's a trip to Kansas City against Rockhurst, who's the other team to beat them. So they get two straight revenge games. We'll see if they can exercise both demons like they did for today. Uh, So they got a long road trip this weekend, and then they're back in Nickerson Hall one final time, at least until that tournament the week after. 
Nathaniel Finch has the call of UND's uh, very impressive win uh, at Quincy, 76-70, the final in that one. Nathaniel, great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Enjoy the weekend. Yes, sir, Coach. I'll talk to you next week. I look forward to it. Coming up, scoreboard update. The last one, sadly, sadly, the last one with the man himself, Eddie Garrison. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Final scoreboard update on the night, so let's go through all of the college scores. I'm Eddie Garrison. Number 21, Indiana. They knock off the top-ranked team in college basketball in the Purdue Boilermakers. 79-74, Indiana now 16-7, Purdue 22-2. IPY, they pick up their fourth win of the season and their first in conference play. 68-53 over the Green Bay Phoenix. The Butler Bulldogs, they travel to Marquette to take on the Golden Eagles, and they lost earlier today 60 to 52 butler now 11 and 13 and 3 and 10 and big east action notre dame they played host to the fort wake forest demon deacons and the demon deacons defeat the fighting Irish by 17 81 64 notre dame now 10 and 13 and 2 and 10 in the acc the southern indiana screaming eagles they fall at home to the moorhead state Eagles 71-66, USI now 13-12, and 6-6 and in the Ohio Valley. Uh, the Evansville Purple Aces, they went on the road to the UIC Flames and lost 70-61. Evansville still looking for their first conference win. They're now 4-21. A double overtime thriller. The Valparaiso Beacons and the Drake Bulldogs, but it's the Bulldogs spoiling the night for the Beacons. Have Valparaiso, who is now 10-15 and 4-10 and and in conference play. UND, you just heard from Nathaniel Finch. They defeat the Quincy Hawks 76-70. Wabash, they win over Ohio Wesleyan 76-75. And Rolls-Holman defeats Bluffton 81-55. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Eddie Garrison, great job tonight. Thanks, Coach. It's always a pleasure to work with you. It's been a while, too. Uh, you're kind. It's been, it's been a while. It really has. Um, I mean, a lot of basketball going on. Clearly, I mean, this time of year, there's a whole lot going on. Um, some really, really happy. It's kind of a bittersweet uh, weekend, too. You know, some teams – Tournament action, everybody understands. Somebody wins, somebody loses. And you know, the other part of it, you know, there, sadly, a, a number of young ladies' careers came to an end over this weekend and over this week. And that's hard. You know, um, I used to teach a sports ethics class at IUPUI. It was a great class. I really enjoyed it. One of the, one of the topics we talked about was um, – literally the the end of your career i mean you're an athlete you still coach but uh-huh. as an athlete you once you're once you're in it when you're out there doing it uh you, you don't think it's ever going to end you, you think you're going to play at the highest level and you're just you're going to continue to play and then the thing you don't think about is that you know it's a family thing you know, you, you coach oh, with yes. your, you know, your brother and your dad, you, you know, everything. You, you know, when you're in travel ball nowadays, the way the culture is, when you're on a travel team, went through this with my grandson. Uh, the whole team, the whole family is invested 
in that experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, you plan your vacations around around uh, travel, uh, around games, around your schedule, and you do it and you do it and you do it. And then, and, you know, like you know, young ladies and young men right now, AAU basketball, and you're there and you get to that senior year, and suddenly – your whole team's been in it. It's all you've done. You eat, sleep, and drink basketball or whatever the sport is. And then on that night in the sectional when you get eliminated, the next day it dawns on you, you're done. Yeah. You Because know, percentage-wise, not a great number of uh, young men and women go on to play in college. And, and, and so all of that effort from the time you've been a little kid has been expended and all that time, energy, money, and all that, uh, the bond of families is, has been toward that particular sport. And it comes to a screeching halt. And it's hard. I mean, it is really, really hard for people. And I agonize for the moms and the dads and the and the ladies around our state. This is a it's an it's an extremely exhilarating week. It's also one that has great, great, you know, great disappointment. Yeah, perfectly said, Coach. And I think another thing about this that uh, that we should probably also hit on is like you make these memories for a lifetime and. Yeah, you are now in a brotherhood and a sisterhood with these teammates for the rest of your life. So when you have these, you know, these class reunions in 10, 15, 25 plus years, you guys can all come together and you can relive those moments of playing uh, basketball together or whatever sport it is. And that's just the beauty about sport is like when you come (laughs) back together, you may not talk about it for like five to right, ten years right. with these people and it's like oh yeah it's like riding a bike all over again that's like one of the biggest things that i took away when uh my high school career ended in 2017 is i hardly see some of those people but when we but when we do we always catch up and we relieve relive yeah, some of those it's like moments. you've never been apart right yeah exactly some of us eddie have had 50 year class reunions <laughs> i don't want to mention any i don't want to mention any names here <laughs> but, but there are some of us who have seen 50 come and go as, as a matter of fact uh and, and, and i mentioned it i know people get tired of hearing it but you know i i'm a proud plainfield grad we won the sectionals in basketball and baseball my uh, sophomore and uh, well, I won it in baseball my sophomore and junior year, and won it in basketball my sophomore and senior year. When we come back, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. I know you're dying to hear about it. Eddie Garrison and I'll come back and talk more on Indiana Sports Talk after this short break. Welcome back, everybody. It's Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Eddie Garrison stays with me, and we. We talk things. Eddie, you were talking about college basketball. Go back and talk to me about the USI game. Homecoming down to USI. Pack gym. Ghost overtime. We hit a shot from the corner and all that. Walk me through that game. Yeah, Coach. So USI, they were down three, and they had like 25 seconds left. So, I mean, they obviously had some time to run, to run an offensive set. but Right, right. Uh, they were they kept getting denied on the outside. So, and then next thing you know, Isaiah Swope just has to – he has to kind of do a, st- a sidestep three from the logo at center court. He misses. The ball gets <laughs> tapped out in the far side corner. And I don't know who hits the three. I think it was like – I think it's Jack Campion. I think that's his name. He hits a three from the corner, ties it to go into overtime. But nah. unfortunately for USI, they weren't able right. to pull out the win. Uh, what, a, what a night. I'm happy for everybody. 
at USI. Obviously, just disappointed they didn't win, but uh, first homecoming, uh, it's fantastic. It's absolutely first homecoming in, in as Division One team and all that, and it's fantastic. So now, have, have you gone on and, and have you caught the uh, the call uh, that uh, Rakestraw and I did on the IUPUI game? Have I you, did. It, you have, have gone ha, viral. Did you catch it? Yeah, you've gone viral. I've seen it. I know, we're viral. No, no, no. That's my... all over Twitter. Right. Hey, listen, I'm sitting there, you know, what you know i'm the analyst whatever that is uh, <laughs> literally this dunk comes out of nowhere right yeah. uh and so i mean he just uh rises up going down the lane you think he's gonna you know do a little finger roll or something like that and, and he just look he just he, when he leaves the floor he just keeps going up and he goes right at <laughs> yeah. right at him okay and, and you, there it is. And Greg has the great company. Mean, you know, I think as an analyst, I'm supposed to try to stay out of the way uh, on some of those kinds of things and, and let the thing breathe a little bit, so to speak. But I couldn't help but react. And I didn't I don't I, I was I was chuckling just in, 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 in a sense that I couldn't believe what I just saw. You know, I'm just, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm like right now going, oh my, God, you know, oh my. Uh, thankfully, um, I, I, I didn't let an expletive hurl because um, anybody, who, yeah, anybody, you know me, anybody who knows me will always ask me, so how is it you're able to get through um, your, your radio career without being fined by the SEC? Uh, FCC and I, you know, uh, number one, a dump button. Uh, number two, I, I kind of watch what I do. But it was, it was a fantastic play. Oh my goodness! And good for IUPUI getting a little love uh, on social media and on ESPN. That's great. Yeah, good for them to get up uh, to pick up the win too. They've played some good basketball lately. Yeah, they uh, have. They it, have. You know, you know it's uh, previous years too. It's a it's a difficult spot. I mean, you got a Green Bay team that came in and, and was not playing well either. Eddie, what a great job! Thanks so much, Eddie Thanks, Garrison, man. Isaiah Robertson. Great job! Thank you so much to our great stations around the state that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you for these last twenty nine years making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. It is the history making legendary network indiana's indiana sports whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits long live listening to your favorites learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you